So today I'm gonna read you guys uh, my mar my modern Marshall Day plan thesis. Um, I'll give you perspective of a development plan that could be used in the United States, and it could be beneficial to support the growth of the U.S., especially during the downfall we're facing right now. So the modern day Marshall Plan uh, by Irvin P. Eugene, this is the abstract. It is obvious that there is a need for global development and f aid for third world countries. The best way to pursue, pursue this international movement is a modern outlook of the Marshall Plan. The Marshall Plan was proposed as a wide scale rescue program for World War II destruction in Europe. It focused on rebuilding areas through construction, allowing for more consistent trade routes between neighboring countries, and equipping regions with modern techniques, tools, and resources. Resources Focusing on these three ideals will provide strong and long-lasting success in weakened countries of the world. First, by providing construction in regions where infrastructure is weak or non-existent, we may set a foundation for growth and development. Second, by removing trade barriers between neighboring nations, there may form hubs of learning, trading, and consistent alliances for continued progress. Third, by providing poor countries with modern devices and teaching them techniques, they may create their own innovation and success in the future. The major goal should be to produce a one-world business where commerce is international, but each nation can be independent in producing their own goods and have assets. This will expand international investments, but simultaneously allow sovereign nations to strive and place their own investments elsewhere. This will produce a cascade of economic growth and prosperity. In general, the modern Marshall Plan program will be used by third world countries to buy manufactured goods and raw materials from the United States, Canada, Mexico, and United Kingdom. The plan includes setting up multiple loan systems through private businesses for an incentive for dependent third world countries to innovate while still providing profit to the U.S. This will later stimulate independent yet connected businesses in the future. The plan will allow grants through the United States government and United Nations when certain annual quotas are reached to increase incentive and not allow for debt. By having the United Nations involved in joint business investments and grants, there will be less burden on the providing nations. The modern Marshall Plan should be compromised stake in regards to economic ideologies, meaning business ideologies should be based 50% on similar eco American economic techniques plus incentives and 50% on free market techniques of third world countries so that they may develop their own practice of capitalism. The providers of the loan system, like U.S., China, France, Britain, Canada, and Germany, have a stable economy and have good incentives in offering a medium-rate loan to third-world countries. Giving a 10% business loan to third-world countries in the form of capital and resources will establish continuation of business and innovation for both parties. 
Martin Marshall Plan money should be transferred to the most successful existing businesses within the third world countries as a decent and trustable foundation. If no present sufficient business is available, then work on a local government level and through the African Union. Working with the national government of poor countries tend to lead to corruption and waste of money. Funds should be focused on food, medical care, fuel, energy, dental care, technology, and business in third world countries in Africa. The plan will focus on third world countries like Burma, uh, Myanmar, Cuba, Libya, Uganda, Somalia, Sudan, uh, Uzbekistan, Malawi, Yemen, Nigeria, Ethiopia, Niger, etc. Predominantly in the continent of Africa would be smart, conscious capitalism. Burma's modern economy is focused on collaborating with foreign nations for investments and then using acquired assets for self-growth. In addition, they formed an independent central bank ceasing corruption to further development. This is similar to American economics and business. With the diminishment of Western sanctions, further progress will be represented. Currently, there is intent is to invest in natural resources, parentheses energy, young labor force work, growth in technology, textile production, and clean water development. With the extension of the modern Marshall Plan, we see that Burma is on the right path, but will receive an organized plan and commitment from the West to further pursue their businesses. Today, we see that Burma still has about 60 million people living in poverty, existing capital corruption, and underdeveloped human resources. With the implementation of the modern Marshall Plan, we could open their financial sectors, increase budget systems, and increase agricultural and land reforms for clean water and food production. The plan should be initiated on the local businesses of major cities within Burma. Cooperation would be between successful Western private businesses, U.S. national government, United Nations, American Federal Reserve, and Burma local businesses. Designated local governments under the local businesses and the Asian Development Bank. The key five developing cities in Burma are Yangon, Bangon, Mandalay, Inlay Lake, and Kiyang Tong. Further research on the business advantages of each city could lead to adequate and organized business development. It's essential to understand the geography, history, and existing businesses of each city before the implementation of the modern Marshall Plan. In Nigeria, their modern economy economy is ranked 26 in the world in terms of GDP. They are the largest economy in Africa and will be a great example country for the modern Marshall Plan. Currently, their economy is focused on fossil fuel energy, medical care, prevention of diseases, agriculture, farm output, and oil factory output. Weaknesses in their economy include corruption in capital management, poor transportation systems, inefficient labor force, and bad human capital. With the modern Marshall Plan investments, economic relations and economic assistance would better the advantages of Nigeria and hinder disadvantages. Key cities to implement the plan would be Calabar, Benin, Enugu, Lagos, and Abuja.
Nigeria is an ideal example of a middle-income country that would be part of the plan. It's best to start at a local business within city-states and pursue a loan system to bring those businesses to national growth. The major goal being that these local businesses participating in the plan will reach top five in production within their own respective nations, so when independent, they may be involved in international business after the bill. Again, cooperation would be between successful Western private businesses for loans, U.S. national government for grants and insurance, United Nations for neutrality, American Federal Reserve for capital, and Nigerian local businesses, designated local governments under the local businesses, and the African Development Bank for the exchange of capital. The African Development Bank Group is a multilateral development finance institution established to contribute to the economic development and social progress of African countries. The bank mission is to fight poverty and improve living conditions on the continent through promoting the investment of public and private capital in projects and programs that are likely to contribute to the economic and social development of the region. Ethiopia is one of the fastest growing economies in the world and is the second most populated country in Africa. Ethiopia's uh, Ethiopia's economy has switched from many government-owned businesses to privatization, which suits the modern Marshall Plan. The country's economy has a strong influence in agricultural growth, construction, and manufacturing of forest products, salt and coal mining, and energy development. Weaknesses in economy include a lack of stable transportation systems due to poor roads and difficult terrains, monopoly-controlled telecommunications program, and peculiar age population percentage for labor force work. Within Ethiopia, 50% of the country is under the age of 18 years old, and job creation is inefficient to the increased output of educational institutions, meaning the country must create hundreds of thousands of jobs every year to maintain population growth. The modern Marshall Plan can facilitate job creations by endorsing local private businesses within the country. In addition, intermediary vocational schools that provide small wages in preparation for local business could be implemented within the plan. In regards to governance, it seems that third world national governments should have little involvement. The focus should be between successful private businesses in the West and stable local businesses of third world countries. Complementary partnerships under the modern Marshall Plan will lead to successful businesses. Government involvement should be through the UN, Africa Union, and U.S. grants. This will keep emphasis financially. In relation to the role of the recipients, it should be focused on their stable local business involved in the plan. When government institutions do become involved, it should be between the U.S. national government and the local government of the third world country recipient. Many times in the past, it seems that poor national governments feel too much corruption and distortion of money. By using a trustful national government of a first world country and a small scale local government, it can be better assured that our money isn't being wasted on the planned projects. In addition, local businesses under the local government will have a good deal of understanding of the needs and requirements the businesses need to be successful within the seven-year plan. 
these three country examples provide a good outline of the mentality of the modern Marshall Plan. The specifics of the plan program include a seven-year plan with each willing third-world country participant. This will provide an efficient amount of time developed but not long enough to be dependent on first-world countries for resources. After seven years, many nations should have several sufficient businesses to partner with the West long-term. The seven-year plan will be set as a loan with a medium rate accompanied by generous grant incentive annually. The grant will be in the support of an annual quota determined based on the situation of each country involved. As a safety measure, joint investors of the West should have a two-year insurance policy within the seven-year plan as emergency for failing third-world countries within the modern-day Marshall Plan. This will succumb to three meetings for insurance during the plan if necessary. The insurance policy is similar to the grant incentive in theory. Just as annually, nations will receive a generous grant for meeting financial quotas. If they fail below a certain prediction within two years, joint private businesses investors should be insured. One side of the bracket system will be to predict certain estimate, estimation as good capital growth per year that is kept consistent. If meta generous separate grant is received from the U.S. national government and United Nations to third world business along with private business loan payments. The other side of the bracket system is to predict certain estimation as bad capital growth for every two years, which is kept constant. If below, follow insurance policy for private joint investors along with loan payments. The first failure below financial quota in the first two years in a row results in an insurance policy of 25% capital reimbursement to joint investors. And the second failure in a row, meaning four years in an insurance policy, then 50% capital reimbursement goes to joint investors with an optional clause to depart business obligations. Thus, loan repayments are received if clause is used. And third failure in a row, meaning six years in insurance policy, and the 50% capital reimbursement goes to joint investors from optional clause to depart business obligations, a small rate increase in seventh-year loan return if they wish to finish final year. In conclusion, typically loan repayments will be returned after a seventh-year plan of about 10% interest rate unless the use of departure clause to the loan repayments will be sooner. In contrast, the grant's bracket values checked annually should be generous, consistent value, 5% of loan payment value. The grants will be received as gifts with no payback for third world countries. In between brackets result in only loan payments. During this whole period, a great influx of trade will take place between third world countries and the West investors, mostly as raw goods and materials from the West to third world countries. With data collection and feedback, both sides will be able to view the development of economic growth and downfall as the modern Marshall Plan is active in real time. It's essential to view progress consistently and to check capital growth within the brackets and see if quotas are met. With live data throughout the year, modifications can be made between both parties. The data should be assessed as economic numbers of capital growth, sales of goods, and development of new partnerships and businesses. Furthermore, the U.S. and other Western countries will use 
loan repayments and investments to reinvest in their countries and reinvest in infrastructure, construction, education, and development. And the national government of the U.S. should ensure that they are checked consistently and are making complete plans to progress its own nation, diminishing waste of money. So that's in general what the modern day Marshall Plan is about. In simple terms, it's just making better connections with other countries and using payments from other countries that will help for their development, but we'll use the investments and repayments to better our own country. So eventually we can become more independent and pursue the development of our of our own country and theirs. So the point is to be mutually beneficial. So that's the basics of it. And hopefully someone takes the idea and support of this to better the U.S. All right, thank you. I'm signing off.